Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tudor Gander Podcast. We have a special guest here, Sheldon Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cryptic Commander. We are your hosts. I'm John Nose. I'm Austin DeCeter. And we've got, okay, people, we've got somebody with us today, special guest. We just we just can't get rid of him, no matter how hard we try. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. Surprise, surprise. It is MTG Peddler again. I'm, I'm, I'm like that relative that just won't leave. Yeah. It's it's the holidays, as you guys know, and uh, New Year's just we got done with New Year's. So I hope everybody that's listening had a wonderful holiday and New Year's. And Peddler, he's been with us since Christmas, and we just can't get rid of him. <laughs> I'm telling you, like the worst gift ever. It's like it's like you try to return it, you just get a, you can't get cash back, so you have to just get another one. It's awful. I didn't even know you were a gift. You just you just popped up. <laughs> yeah. I like the receipts around here. Gifts. Yeah, receipts got to be somewhere. Receipts. Okay, so we've got a big show for you guys today. Big show. And uh, the meat and potatoes of today's episode, of course, is going to be the name of the title, which is going to be the year in review, 2020. But first, before we get into the meat and potatoes, I figure we just go along with the regular format. And let's start with card of the week. And I'll go ahead and hand this right over to Austin. Austin? All right, card of the week. (laughs) Okay, we might actually need to pause that. I I forgot to pull it up. No, that's okay because <laughs> oh boy, I know um, last week we didn't we didn't do a podcast for Christmas, so we're gonna have yeah. to do a double duty. I know I know we talked about this before the show, so he's got he's got a surprise for us. All right, well, how about uh, how about we go with a double face card? Can't go wrong with Delver of Secrets, right? Delver yeah. of Secrets, it's one of my favorite cards. Very nice. Oh, man. It's a good card. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, I remember the first time I played with Delver Secrets. But before I do, you want to read it off to people that have never heard of it before? Oh, absolutely. So Delver of Secrets is a one-drop blue 1-1 one, one. at the beginning of your upkeep. Look at the top card of your library, and then you may reveal that card. If it's an instant or a sorcery, you uh, transform Delver of Secrets. Uh, and then Delver transforms into a 3-2 flyer. So as early as turn two, you can have a 3-2 flyer on board. That's pretty sick when you got like a couple of them out there too, that early, you know. Oh, absolutely. I want to say some of my earliest experiences with like standard were when Delver was legal. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it, it was format warping because, you know, you had that. You had Snapcaster Mage in the same standard. And not to mention that Vapor Snag, Vapor Snare, am I saying it right? Where yeah, it was... Vapor Snag, yeah. Lightning Bolts. Yeah. That, that, that was the standard that like I started in. Oh, yeah. And like, I don't know, that really, that really changed how I kind of look at the game. And I think that's what really drew me to like playing modern primarily. Um, now, granted, we don't see a lot of Delver in modern, but where we do see it, Legacy, mm. a format where Brainstorm is legal. I mean, brainstorm setting up your delvers, it it all just works out. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. talk about a fast card, you know, turn two, you have a three two floating around out there. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned Vapor Snag a minute ago. Another card that was quick, which it broke the color pie. It returned a creature to its owner's hand and did a damage to him also. So you got that Delver three damage in, one from the Vapor Snag here and there. I mean, you don't get direct damage in blue, you know. Yeah, and I I think between that and it, 
Snapcaster. I, I, I rem- <laughs> if I remember right, yeah, like the the deck was primarily a uh, like blue red when it was in standard because I mean you had Bolt, you had Vapor Snag, and you were kind of on a tempo plan. I mean, mana leak was standard legal, so yeah, mana leak, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have your like your first four turns lined up, mm-hmm. and you're getting in for that damage with Delver every turn. Yeah, and not to mention that Snapcaster, it was worth every penny too at that time, forty bucks, I think. You know, it was worth every penny. You flash back those spells you p- previously cast, and it was all quick, right to the throat, man. You know, you're getting. Yeah, and I, I think that the deck kind of did. Uh, kind of closer to rotation it did finally get some answers to it i mean that was uh that was when like what was it uh thrag tusk and uh four drop angel flickers a thing i was getting ready to say too a buddy of mine did an icy bant and i said icy bant and then when he played with it it was a flicker style so basically he added white to it you know and then you know what i'm saying he flickered things you know yeah yeah that was it sounds like a blast to play against, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Delver of Secrets. Okay. I can't wait to put that one up for the uh, Facebook group. Top Decks of the Week. I'll just read this off to everybody. Uh, we didn't do Top Decks of the Week last week because nothing really changed. All right. So we'll just right, go right into Standard. Uh, just like we previously reported, Gruel Adventure is number one. Modern would be Boros Burn and Legacy Omnitel. There's no surprise there. In Popper, we've got four color affinity. I believe this is new because Mono Green Stompy was top dog for a while. But looking stats here, it's winning, but not by much. So, what I mean by that, in the meta, you've got 6.16% for the four color affinity. And six percent flat, even for Mono Green Stompy. So they're neck and neck, right against each other. And then over in Commander, it's going to be the same. Timna the Weaver, Pioneer. We've got something new. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Mono Black and Pioneer. In Historic, we have something new, which is four color mid range. And those would be the top decks of the week. All right. Now, uh, again, we did talk about this on the pre-show, that we're not going to put everything in chronological order. And there's going to be a few things that we're going to forget to talk about, like the toys from WizKids that they came out with this year. And Peddler, I'm not sure if you were on one of the episodes where we talked about those, were you? I don't recall, because it sounds new to me. Okay. So there's going to be some things that we miss or forget or that we just don't talk about. And there's going to be some things that surprised me that actually did make the cut for this episode. So getting right into it, Peddler, I know for a fact that you started doing your YouTube stuff this year. Or, uh, sorry, yeah, in, in the year 2020. Jan- <laughs> yeah, Jan- January 28th was my first video ever. It's hard to believe it's been a year already. I know, man, right? And then the podcast, The Cryptic Commander, also started in 2020 on February 23rd. So not even a month later, this podcast started. So before we get into everything, I did want to get that out of the way. Wizards abolishes cards from history, like Crusade. Yeah, it said. I, I was. It was. I would say it's not surprising in, in the you know in, in the in the cultural uh, environment that we currently are in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because these are you know culturally inappropriate cards. You know, you have cards like Crusade, 
cards like uh what's another one jihad stone was one of them. devils yeah yeah it's 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 stuff that when you look back at it you kind of go yeah you, you, you know it's it it makes sense i think yeah yeah i don't think it was ever a matter of if i think it was really a matter of when and like i will say i'm glad that they are addressing that rather than you know continuing to sweep it under the rug because like the the one thing about magic is it's a very inclusive game and i think that that plays to its benefit a lot of them i mean i've met loads of people through this game so like anything that's making it welcome or welcoming for you know all walks of life i think is a good step yeah i completely agree with that absolutely because that, that, that's it's 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 one half it's over half of the title the gathering it's about coming together and playing a fun game that's what it's all about and i mean even with everything that's going on in the world today you know some of the products we're going to talk about here in a minute or two they made a lot of products there was no shortage of products you know so as far as business wise everything was going normal it's just there wasn't a lot of personal games going on at your local game stores you know Oh, I can tell you, I made a lot of product. My wallet still hurts from last year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's there's Magic the Gathering news for 2020 for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the most money I ever spent on Magic 2020. Oh yeah, that is absolutely official. That would be my uh, most expensive year in Magic ever. Absolutely. How about you, Austin? You know, I think I've spent more on sealed product this year than I have in the past. So we're all three in the same <laughs> Maybe, boat here, huh? Yeah, four years. Or at least directly. I mean, you know me. I, I do this for a living, so I do. Like I do. I, I'm always buying cards. Like that's that's right. never stopped. But uh... you're the you're the top dog of the three. That's why I was asking you too. Is like you know I think we're all three in the same boat. In 2020, it was the most money we've spent personally on Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, towards the beginning of Secret Lair, I was like, oh man, you know, there's no way I'm gonna like spend this and i and now here i am like oh i'm gonna buy 30 of this secret layer granted i backed the wrong horse on that one but uh you know it, it, you know it's it's better to be stuck on a 40 dollar secret layer than buying 30 of the uh bundle bundles that was like what like 230 a piece and have 30 of them and not be able to move them could always be worse oh yeah absolutely try to try to try to look at the positive end it's like it could always be worse Oh yeah, and as as long as it's not like the box of rocks one, I think we're okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not very excited about that one. Either. I'm not. I'm not getting that one either. Oh, I got it. It's coming. I I, I got it in, in foil and uh, in non foil also. I I, uh, I purchased the bundle bundles. So I have all eight coming my way. My condolences. That's <laughs> all right. No, it's I, I actually it's. It's weird because it's the first time I ever saw a secret layer that I was like, you know what? I want some of these cards. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. I don't care. And I'll just, you know, I'll get some of my money back from selling the ones I don't want. So, you know, it'll make it hurt a little bit less. You can can finally get into Commander. (laughs) You know me. I'll never be constructed. I'll never never be constructed. I I love Limited too much. I know. It's way too much fun. I know. Well, I got a bat for the Commander players out there, you know. I know you guys are trying. I appreciate. It. There's a lot, a lot of my subs too. They're always like, you know, trying to get me to to play via like, you know, Facebook Messenger and stuff like that. I'm like, I have no decks. Well, that's a good segue into this one too. Richard Garfield in 2020 was uh, working on a game in development called Rogue Book, and the last time I, I looked personally, 
the game's not done yet. I could be wrong. But when I looked, it wasn't done yet. So if you guys didn't know that, Richard Garfield was working on a project called Rogue Book. And if I remember correctly, it was something to do with some game that's already on mobile, like Android Mobile or something. It's got a story already, and it's big. And something like Magic Puzzle Quest? Nah, not Magic <laughs> Puzzle Quest. It's like you know, some, something weird. I can't remember the name of it. I guess I should have turned Facebook off. Hold on. No. <laughs> um. A little bit more sad news, though. April 1st, 2020, and that's a real sad day, April 1st, Thomas Gianni passes away. And for those of you who don't know Thomas Gianni, uh, he was a Magic the Gathering artist. And I think we did pull up a card earlier that he um, he, he did. Yeah, here, here it is right here. Frentic Efrit. Am I saying that right? Uh, the Efrit? Efrit. There you go. Frentic Efrit. Uh, yeah, no, that and that from Mirage. Yeah, I don't know if you guys Mirage, remember yeah. a couple weeks or a couple a uh, couple years back. Um, or was it was Battle Bond last year or was that this year? I think it was this year. Wait, hold on. Jumpstart was this year. Jumpstart was this year, right? <laughs> yeah, Jumpstart was this. Year. Uh, I, I've got to look this up. Uh, but when Battle Bond came out and they we had uh, coin flip 19. partners, yeah, that card. I remember that card spiking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was last year, Battle Bond. Yeah. It really oh, shows, like, 2018. You, you never want to hear about anyone passing. It's always it's always sad news, but it's it really like speaks to the longevity of this game. Think of how long ago Mirage was. Was that like ninety six? I can't remember. I remember it was a good I, set, and it was early. I, I, early I believe days. it's like ninety six or ninety seven. It's it's twenty five years yeah. ago. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's yeah. It's like this game has been around a long time. Yeah. I only think Mirage was part of a block, was it? Uh, yes, yes, it was. What block was it in? The Mirage block, because it has basic lands. Any any set that has basic lands, I know a lot about. <laughs> okay, so it was a block set, okay. It was a block, yeah. All right, yeah, I remember when it came out. I remember buying Mirage, you know, and even Schnooks. I don't know if you guys know what Schnooks is, okay. So it's one of these uh, Albertson stores. So I know out in the West Coast they have Albertsons. I'm in Jersey. I don't know what we're talking about now. I'm just going to Oh, I'm yeah, okay, so local grocery store. I can go to a local okay. grocery store. And pick up a pack of Magic the Gathering, you know? I don't think they were in Walmart yet at the time. Anyway, getting off topic here. We did get new Planeswalkers in 2020. On one of the last episodes, we did touch base on this. Do you guys remember any of the new Planeswalkers that came out in 2020? Are the ones There's that are- so many cool ones, and I feel like that, especially the ones that are currently, like, you know, I mean, they're obviously all in standard if they're if they're out in 2020, but there's so many cool ones that just haven't, I think, found their niche yet. Like, I think Nahiri is a good one. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we're going to see Nahiri uh, get some value, especially with Kaldheim. Yeah, that Nissa too. It's a good card, just hasn't found a place it's yet, right? Very good card. Mm-hmm. It's a very good card. Yeah, I agree with you. These Planeswalkers are ready for their time to shine the meta's ready for a change i know that i know that luca has been seeing some play i mean that downtick just being polymorph does help yeah is that the one with the lion on it that looks like the um yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that, that did a lot of with the uh, agent of treachery and stuff like that too before it got banned right yeah i, I think so um People were what doing that. Other, I, what was the other one from um from Icoria, the the uh the white red blue one? I, I forget her name. 
Oh, uh, Narset. Narset. Yeah, Narset. Narset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty cool, too. And I feel like she's been underused as well. I've actually been using her, though, in my Jeskai deck. I just, I've, you can see it on the YouTube, and I just draw. And I keep playing a song in my head. All I want to do is draw. You know, and I, <laughs> I think it's funny because I win a lot of games, and I'm right there on um, Diamond 2. And I'm, oh, nice. I'm just winning games by drawing cards. And that's really one of the things is her negative two is draw a card and do X damage. And some of these cards that are flip land spells that cost like seven, you know, do seven damage, you know, and stuff. And I'm drawing a card too. And then whenever I draw a card to Fury's tutelage, again, and we're going off topic, but yeah, I mean, that's what magic does to you, though. I like your low key flex too. Like, I'm diamond too. Like, I'm sitting here, like, I'm, I'm gold. And I'm like, yay, this is the best I've ever done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And the, and the season just started, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's the best I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not big on arena because I'm, I'm not sinking my money into it. Oh, I don't. I don't either. I'm a free to play player. I think the whole time I've ever owned it, I put five dollars into it. Some people look at that and laugh, you know. But I just one time felt compelled. I think it was last year Christmas that I wanted to put five dollars into it, you know. And I, I don't know, man. I think it's just just keep grinding. And there was a point where even when I put the five dollars in there, it was like, you know, I'm still so far behind everybody to start this game when it came out. But all I can tell anybody who wants to get up there is just. Just keep playing, man. If you like magic, just keep playing. You know, you'll get there. See, I it's, respect it's that approach. Fun. It's definitely, it's definitely fun though. I, I do agree. I like it when you, especially since you can't really get together right now and play paper. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's something. It's magic. It's what I've been doing. I just, I, I've been, uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I want to say I've booted up Arena maybe twice in 2020, and. Each time I like spend 20 bucks and I'm like, this time, this is the time I'm going to get into it. And um, I, I don't know. The early game is just, it's a bit of a grind for me. I'm just like, I, I just, I, I'm just like, I just want to get my cards. just want to have them. I just want to play like this optimized deck. And I can't really do that with arena, mm -hmm. um, right. at least starting out. Um, but oh. I've also been procrastinating on, on uh, getting into magic online. So I'm kind I, of just I sitting here magic with, online. Yeah. I, I love it because because especially if you're half decent at drafting or sealed, you can just put you know twenty bucks on there and you can play forever. It's great. I do like Magic the Gathering online. It's got a very old GUI, so if, you know for the computer people and that you know it's it's graphical user interface is a little outdated, mm -hmm. but other than that, it's a great program. You know. I would say that's much closer to Paper Magic too. It's it, it's it's a it's a fun game. I I like MTGO. I like Modern. I go on Magic the Gathering online to play Modern. You know, the only reason why I'm still playing Standard, I think, is because of Arena. To tell you the truth, you know. yeah, Arena is the only like format I play Standard in, and it's not even real Standard if you really want to get technical. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not. <laughs> Now, speaking of getting technical, though, we've got a lot of secret layers that came out in the year 2020. A lot. Uh, more than what I thought came out. I remember Slime Time. But, Austin, do you have a, you have a list pulled up right here? Oh, boy, do I. So, starting in January, we have Year of the Rats, closely followed by all five volumes of, of uh, Theros Stargazing, International Women's Day, Thalia, April Fool's Day, the Godzilla Lands, the Full Sleeves Tattoo Pack, Can You Feel with a Heart of Steel, The Path Not Traveled, Mountain Go, 
ornithological studies, prime slime, every dog has its day, happy Yargle day, showcase Zendikar revisited, the walking dead secret lair, extra life 2020, Seb McKinnon's uh, secret lair, happy little gathering, the, uh, the Bob Ross lair, hope you like squirrels, a box of rocks, and party hard, shred harder. That and that is not even counting. Some of these have foil and non-foil versions, so <laughs> uh, we we have a lot. The uh, the money printer do indeed go burr. I was getting ready to say we can officially report that the profits were there this year or that that year for for Hasbro. With that, with that, in I don't. Yeah, product. I don't. I don't see. I don't see that slowing. I <laughs> yeah. don't see that model changing with that in oh, no, it's, it's too successful it's yeah. way too successful to change it why would they right if it's not fixed if it's not broke don't fix it right if they keep buying don't fix it <laughs> that's 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 the deal right there guys i i like the one with the um serum visions what is that the uh one of the original ones right the serum visions you know the, the alternative artwork on the serum visions anyway i like that one Oh, I'm excited for the Bob Ross science. I cannot wait. Yeah, Bob Ross. I grew up with the public broadcasting channel, so I did too. I, I have very, very fond memories of being like, you know, nine, ten years old and Saturday morning at my grandma's house watching PBS, watching Bob Ross. Very, very fond memories of that man. If I haven't said it before, I'll say it again. <laughs> uh he, he didn't used to be an artist or a painter. He was in the military and he used that for therapy. He was a drill sergeant. Can you imagine Bob Ross screaming in your face? I could not. It's a happy not little either. day. It's happy little day, sir. Yes, sir. You call out a tree. <laughs> you got to clean your brush with a wire brush. <laughs> See, I kind of caught on to the trend late. I, what was it? A few years back, they did this like uh, this Twitch marathon, just streaming through all the Bob Ross stuff. And that's... That's when I, you know, well, that's when he caught my attention. It, it, it's just so imp impressive. The amount of detail he can just get off that canvas in, in a half hour is unbelievable. And let me tell you, I, I, I can't paint, but I watched him enough. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And I went out and bought all these supplies mm -hmm. and I made a picture that <laughs> looks like a four-year-old did it. And painting. let me tell you, yeah. I tried so hard and it was awful. I did the awful. same thing. I went back to the uh, paint by numbers. <laughs> uh, I, see, I, I feel like I could screw that up, too. Well, you, got you can the get the crayon between the lines sometimes. And you got the ones where you get the, the water paints, and you just paint the blue dots and the yellow dots, and all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm that bad. I mean, speaking of Bob Ross, though, while we're on the subject, though, I did notice in 2020, when I was watching the public channels with my wife, she's been... Uh, having me watch these cooking shows, and I'm I'm getting I'm getting addicted to these public television cooking shows. By the way, and let me, let me, I'm I'm the cook in the house, so believe me, I know exactly where you're going with this. Okay. I love that stuff too. But uh, no, you might not know where I'm going with this, but you you do agree with oh. me that it's very addicting, right? So oh, absolutely. But, but in in the middle of it, I saw a commercial for uh, you know Bob Ross Productions or his company. And, you know, he's passed away and. And stuff like that, but um, his company's still going on. I'm thinking to myself, this is like an infomercial for Bob Ross stuff. And <laughs> and then later on, there's a rumor that you know there's going to be Bob Ross lands in magic, and I didn't want to put that on the podcast at the time because 
you know, how our format is and how we do the truth. And it's got to be confirmed. So even if you're hearing it here for the first time, you know, we've got to get our information confirmed because there is some information you're going to find on the Cryptic Commander podcast you're not going to get anywhere else. But none of it's not confirmed, you know, and, and unless we tell you, hey, this is not confirmed, you know. And and long story short, I know, too late, right? <laughs> they did, uh, they, they were talking about his, his, his properties, intellectual property and stuff, and and uh, then the Bob Ross lands became reality, and now I look on television, and they got Bob Ross Chia Pets, you know. I saw one of them in, in Walgreens, actually. I thought it was hysterical. So, I mean, big push for Bob Ross, man. Big push for Bob Ross. Uh, we do want to talk about card quality in the year 2020. I didn't see it change anywhere but going worse. At the beginning of the year, you know, the card quality was, eh. You know, I was like, oh, man, what's going on here? And I'm like, yeah, it's been a bad for a while. I'm like, man, it's still bad in the year 2020, card quality. I mean, I understand them trying to, you know, cut corners and this and that. Maybe they're trying out a new product. I don't know what's going on, but by the end of 2020, I'm not sure if you guys agree with me or disagree, but we ended up with Pringles. And what I mean it by is that is the, com- the Commander Legends foils. But, I mean, yeah, so you agree with me? I let me let me just like do a little a little side story on this. It, it, it'll it'll all come back for us. So I opened up you know Commander Legends when it came out, and within a week, in my climate controlled upstairs in a cabinet, they were Pringles, like you know full on. It looked like a, a hemisphere. You know, it was almost half a circle. I I found a box that had magic cards in it down in my basement that was there for at least. On uh, 12 years, that's about how long it's been. My break was in, in Magic the Gathering. So for 12 years, these cards sat in my damp, unfinished basement in a moldy box. And I found in there a, um, a Mercadian mask foil island. And it was pristine, not sleeved, just thrown in a box. And it was perfect. And it's, 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 been, it's been 12 years in just absolute dampness and it's perfect and commander legends i had it open for a week and they are just literally folded in half it's unbelievable yeah. it's unacceptable yeah that's what i mean by pringles you know by the end of the year we have pringles so it was one of these products that came out at the end of the year commander legends and uh, yeah, I, I have to keep all my zendikar rising and like commander legends foils uh you know even my bulk foils i have to keep those in separate 1k boxes just because they do curl that bad. Like I, I, and I don't want them to like press up against, you know, other cards like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that, that's bad. We have to take allowances on how you store your your bulk cards. That, that's when you know there's an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One bad apple spoils the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And, 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 and you say you say one bad apple, it, it wouldn't be that bad. It was only like you know, okay, you know, there's a couple cards that do it, but for the majority of them, you know, it, they're good. It, it's not. It's yeah. all of them. There's people I, I've I've seen people opening secret layers and they come out curled. And the, and the Zendikar Rising YouTube. and Commander Legends is like the like the last two products they pushed right at the end of the yeah. year. So it's there's no good news on that front, right there, guys. Especially when you're spending 200, 240 bucks on a on a collector's box, you know, you, you if you're buying, you're spending that much money, you want quality product. And we did touch base on every secret layer that came out in 2020, 
Did we touch base on the other sets that came out in 2020? Not yet. We have not touched all of them yet. All right, let's talk about them. I know they came out with what mystery boosters? War of the Spark and, came out this year, right? Oh no, no, War. No, no, no. Throne of Eldraine, I believe. Okay, so Throne. No, no, oh, no, no, no. That was not 2019. Yeah, you're right. That was okay. 2019. You're right. It was actually Theorist Beyond Death was the first set, right? All right. So sets yeah. sets that came out in 2020. <laughs> Got Theros Beyond Death, Ikoria, Corset 2021, Zendikar Rising. Uh, mystery boosters, commander legends, um, jumpstart. No, jump oh, yeah, jumpstart happened. <laughs> Double masters. Double masters. Yeah. It was some good products that year, though, in 2020. The mystery boosters and double masters jump out to me immediately. And for me, it's Ikoria. I thought Ikoria was just such a great limited environment. That was so much fun to draft and play sealed with. I didn't have a lot of fun with the limited environment with Ikoria. Oh, I had a blast. I love the mutate mechanic. I, I really like, enjoyed it. I like it. the mutate. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. I like the mutate mechanic. And I think the com companions are here to stay, too. You know, I think we're going to see more mutate in the future, man. They, they, a lot of the listeners so, know, too, from the beginning of this, that I published an article all about the mutate mechanic. And I think it was 60 pages long. <laughs> See, between me, you, you, and uh, all of our listeners, to this day, I still don't know how the mutate mechanic works. And <laughs> I just haven't been put in a position where I've ever had to ask. <laughs> okay, so basically, ultimately, just comes down to one card's going to be on the table, if you want to answer. But, I mean, you know, it, there's a lot of rules to it. I'm not going to lie. You know, when people ask me, what if this happens and this state-based action happens, and it's like, yeah. You know, this happens. To, 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 to sum it up very, very quickly, you can only mutate on a non-human uh, creature, and when you when you cast your mutate, you decide if you put the card you're you're playing that has the mutate ability on top or underneath the card that's in play, yeah. and it'll gain all of the abilities of both cards, but the power and toughness will be whatever creatures on top. Right. That is mutate. Yep. Okay. Okay. See, that makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly what it is in a nutshell. You know. Well, that, that, that brings closure to my 2020, then. <laughs> I am so glad I could give that to you. Oh, oh thank my you. goodness. Bring closure. I, I've got I've to ask you guys, though. Sure. What is the weirdest product that you guys have? Like, like what's, what's the most out there product you guys think you've seen this year? In 2020? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I like the fact that they came out with the Force of Wills. You know, I mean, I'm not sure where we're going with this question here. Um, I mean, was it wasn't unsanctioned in 2020 also, or is that 2019? That's a good question. I think, I, I think, I think unsanctioned was, was this year. Yeah. You said weird. Oh, no, it was this year. It was this year. It was this year because the Cryptic yes, Commander. nailed it. Yeah, the Cryptic Commander podcast started this year or in, in 2020. I keep saying this year. Uh, so the Cryptic Commander podcast started in 2020, and we reported on that product. So, yeah, it started. There you go. It started in 2020. I, I know they did the uh, I don't know if you guys have like seen around like targets and all that. You you, you guys uh, see the world's smallest dual decks? Yeah, yeah. We, I have I have seen yeah. those. I yep. <laughs> there's only one of them with Veraska and Jace. Yep. So hear me out here. Let me spin you a ditty here. What if this? <laughs> what if we make world's smallest format? Only cards in that set are legal. <laughs> hear me out. 
how do we how do we break this? How do we how do we break a format where there's only three colors and a really bad card pool? I know, right? I'm sure it can be broken, but I, I guess don't know. all games can be broken. Yeah, all games can be broken. And I guess I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna answer your question too. So I think for me the weirdest product is just out on a personal level was the VIP packs from Double Masters. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, the VIP Double yeah. Masters. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I can't believe I spent fifteen hundred dollars and got sixteen packs of cards. Yeah, hundred dollars <laughs> or something box. like that. I forget what it was, but there's was, was something around that. Like it's like fourteen hundred or something like that. I don't even remember. Hundred dollars. The fact that we like reached a point where like they're like, yeah, here's a hundred dollar booster pack, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know. I, I wasn't even. There wasn't even hesitation. I was like, hundred dollar pack. I'm buying like twelve of these, yeah. and then and buying. I ended up buying a, a case of them. My my fondest memory of uh, 2020 is actually resolving a booster tutor in Commander for the means, and then cracking a uh, VIP booster. To grab a, yeah, to grab a Cyclonic Rift. Oh, wow. Quality content. Wow. <laughs> wow. Booster Tutor. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember posting in like the Judge Facebook group, like, please don't boot me, but here, like, hey, this would you allow this? <laughs> this also begs the question is, why do they put so much effort into the lands of the unsets? If, if you can make that the lands that awesome, why not just make that lands that awesome all the time? I mean, the lands that come out are really cool. You know, you know me, I, I'm, I'm collecting every single basic land that has ever been printed. Right. Well, there you go. You know, they, they want you to buy the new lands. These are more but, beautiful than those, don't you think? <laughs> I love the yeah. unlands so much. Too. They're all so cool. A lot of us do, man. A lot. Uh, of next unset, give me like white border, full art lands, <laughs> and then I'm set for life. White border, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of my land collection, if anyone out there has connections for Summerlands, uh, hit me up. I, I, I'm looking for them. I need Summerlands. Noted. Speaking of which, Peddler, which would be a good opportunity for anybody who's just now tuning into the Crypto Commander podcast, they don't know about you, where can they find you? I am all over YouTube. I, I operate a very small YouTube channel. And I primarily do uh, box openings. I'm actually going to break into spoiler season this time around for uh, Kaldheim. Uh, I, I do a lot of giveaways. It's just a lot. I do uh, live streams where it's just kind of like, you know, just, just shooting the breeze and just talking magic. It's, it's just a lot of fun. If you guys like free stuff and giveaways and you like magic, no reason not to come over and subscribe. What's the name of that channel? MTG Peddler is the name. Did I not say the name of it? I'm terrible at promotion. That's okay. You did not say the name. But you know what? <laughs> I'm subscribed. If I wasn't, I'd go subscribe right now. But yeah, you guys should go get you know check them out if you haven't yet. MTG Peddler. I have to say, I'm I'm lucky. I have like the world's best community. Like it's nothing but positive. I mean, if you go back, if you ever seen my first couple of of episodes, oh my god, it's terrible. It's so bad. We're progressing but together. You know yeah, we're progressing together, man. I do the same thing. I listen to my content all the time. Like I said earlier, and yeah, we progressed over here too. You know. I understand. Oh, absolutely. I understand. Because like I, yeah. I listened to your first couple episodes also, and I was like, oh, man, what am I getting into? And then I like, listen to the modern stuff. Like, oh, this is, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to progress as we go along, guys. You know, this is going to be the first time we did a year in review, and this won't be the last. In 2020, there was also an instance with a, a, an individual, uh, I believe by the name of Lisbeth Eden. And I, I knew a little bit about it because I, I follow Twitter a lot, and it was blowing up all over Twitter. 
And then when I had to go get on the podcast and report on it, I didn't know what I was getting into and I had to walk on eggshells. But um, you guys admitted before the podcast today that you guys didn't know anything about Elizabeth Eden. Now what do you think? You got to make money. I guess that's a, that's a tough one because like on one hand, like it's like a brand identity thing. Like I get both sides. I really, yeah, do. yeah. yeah. Like I, I can't say that I'm an expert on either side of that. Well, like, let's, I, I want to say this. How much of that happens in just the video game spectrum? You know, it happens all the time. A hundred times a day, uh, all the time. So, so I, th- I think Wizards was being just a little squeamish at it. But come on, I, I believe if I had the proper equipment, I'd be doing it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta make my money. Yeah. Gotta make. Gotta make some monies. MTG Peddler uh, yeah. OnlyFans. When we might. Oh, but uh, oh, oh, trust me, no one wants to see me without my clothing on. That yeah. would be just a bad day for everybody. No, I agree That's with right. you. We might get some backlash over this part, but you know, I, I agree with you, Peddler. You know, and I think it's been said millions of times by millions of people. You know, it's it, it, we we all know what sells. Yes. Okay. Agree. And, and uh, I don't I don't know if there's anything more we can put on this subject. You know, I understand both sides. I I feel very sorry that it happened to her. You know, and I I don't know what else to say about this topic. I would love to know if she received a warning from Wizards, or they were just like, "Nope." There, there was no warning. I, I feel a warning would have been justified. Like, hey, you know, you, you can't do this. I, I feel like that would have been more justifiable than, than just pulling the plug. Well, I, that, that's that, that's my personal opinion. You know what I mean? Okay, maybe I, I, do... I can agree to that. I can see some merit. So, like, maybe I do want to add something to this. Then, <laughs> just what you said there. Okay, I applied for the same program. Okay. I've never gotten an email back about it, about that same program. Nobody's uh, nobody said anything to me about anything. It's almost like I never applied for that program in the first place. Okay, now for them to accept her in that program, they had to have done some digging to find out what she's doing and what kind of content creator she is. I mean, you can't tell me that they just willy-nilly let her become a content creator in that program without finding out what's going on first. Yeah, I, I, you know they vetted her, and so someone was aware of it. And I guarantee you, they probably got like an angry email from like a like like a parent that was something. like, "My kid is watching this. This is unacceptable." Yeah, something they, happened. It, you know, I don't know because I didn't even know about it until it happened. You know, the whole weekend, Twitter start blowing up. I was like, "What's going on?" And I look into it, and I'm like, "Oh no, no." And then it just got me thinking too. After I reported on, like, I I went into that program. I never got accepted. I never got an email saying that I wasn't accepted or what I can do to be accepted or what I can work on, you know? But, um, yeah. John, what program is it for all the other content creators out there that might be interested it's, in it? It's, you can Google it. It's just the Wizards of the, Wizards of the Coast content creator program. There you go. They started it in 2020, I believe, January of 2020. I, th- I think they really started in December uh, on 19, but, yeah, it's really simple, simple, easy Google search, you know? Match the Gathering content creator program. Yeah, because I'm sure there's plenty of content creators that, that listen. You know what I mean? Hey, give everyone a give everyone a shot. I'm all about helping other people. No, absolutely. And for all the ones that are listening, because you, we you're right, Peddler. We're we're a part of a group that um is uh, keepers of the spark. 
It's a Facebook group and, and a Facebook. Uh, now, mind you, we are promoting the Magic the Gathering Players Group over on Facebook, which is a big partner with the Crypto Commander podcast right now. But I'm talking about Keepers of the Spark Facebook group because in there, there's a bunch of content creators from Magic the Gathering. And we all work together. So instead of working against each other, you know, and fighting like, you know, I got exclusive, you know, I got exclusive with this person or I'm doing this and only with this and I only know about this. No, we're, we're sharing information and working with each other. And we've said it before and we'll say it again. It's better to work with each other than against each other. It just makes life easier for everyone. I mean, I have a ton of subscribers that are also content creators and I, I'm always like, you know, trying to help out their channels, give them shout outs whenever I can, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it helps us all out. It does. It helps us all out. We never have a problem with the lack of content, though. Just like uh, the bans that happened in 2020. Like what? Poor Oko. Yeah, Oko, Uro. Oh, man, I forgot Uro was banned. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so many. Omnath. Yeah. I mean, we guys want to talk about some bans that happened. I mean, in 2020, there was a lot of bans. So many bands, as a matter of fact, that if you go back in history, there was a seven-year stretch. Okay? A seven-year stretch. They had less bannings in that year. And I think Jace the Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge Mystic were a part of those bannings at that time, in that window. And now, in the last two years, we've had more, more than triple the, the amount of bannings in the last two years. I wonder if Wizards is hiring like an R&D coordinator because I would love that job. Apparently, you just get to kind of hang out. I don't know. When they do have job openings, <laughs> we, we post those job openings on the Crypto Commander <laughs> podcast. That's for sure. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's clearly an issue there in R&D where it's – unless they just don't care. But I don't, I, I don't think that Wizards <laughs> is like that as a company. I feel like that they honestly take a lot of pride in the game they produce. But at the same time, it's like, man, you have to know that some of this stuff's an issue. Before Austin says something, I do want to sneak this in there. I've gave this some serious thought. What if it's more than what we even think, man? What if it's, well, we know this card's overpowered, okay? But it's got to be in this format. We want it to go in that format. We hope it goes into this format. We hope people recognize it for what it is, you know, and then we'll deal with the banning later. I see. I look at it as a more of a pessimist on that end. I think they're like, you know what? It's broken, but guess what? It's going to sell this box, and we can just ban it later when it's a problem. What do you think, Austin? Man, you know, <laughs> you look at some of these card designs, and you're like, there's no way that could have been a mistake, right? Like, granted, I'm maybe bordering on tinfoil hat territory here, but uh, I think we all like, are, bud. <laughs> yeah, but like, there's no way you look at a card like Oko, and you're like. Yeah, this makes for a balanced format. This is this is fine. Um, <laughs> or like Uro, but I, I think part of it is we kind of get this weird conflict of interest where they're still trying to push Arena, but Arena is so tied to Standard. These cards tend to tend to like fall into Eternal formats. So right, like, and that's when I was I, I, well, right what I was mentioning earlier. Right, well, we hope it goes into this and. Yeah, like how do you go about printing a new and exciting card, but not having it break, you know, this format or that format? Um, and I, I think like 
the way they've kind of skirted around that like last year uh modern horizons was a really cool way to kind of bypass that standard power level but like i'm not so sure that like I, I'm pretty sure there are more busted cards in the in the past, you know, couple of years. I mean, our Ogos, our Uros, our Omnaths are kind of shaping the modern format more than the cards we got in Modern Horizons. Well, when you say Modern Horizons, I mean, could you compare other products in 2020 being the same? Commander Legends, the VIP yeah. packs, Mystery Packs. Would you be... Would yeah, those though, be uh, though I guess, like, those those don't really impact like formats like modern or standard, but they, I, I guess like uh hull breacher and like uh, opposition agent are the, the, are the two standouts from commander legends that had impacts in legacy. So, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of comparable, but that's maybe more comparable to like when a commander or like when the commander decks printed, uh, what was a true name nemesis. Mm-hmm where like those cards kind of just incidentally fell into an eternal format. See, I'm not familiar with that. I would just be okie dokie you at this point. Cause I, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's okay. You can nod along. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Did somebody say government cheese? Um, uh, <laughs> Therese Nielsen also in 2020 had to break ties with wizards of the coast. So Therese Nielsen, um, many many years, guys, many many moons, as an artist for Magic: The Gathering, had to had to break ties with Wizards of the Coast in 2020. That was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shame. She she made my favorite planes of all time, the Tempest planes. Oh, I wow. love those cards. The Invasion Island is the one I'm. That that's my. One of my favorites. It, it's really tough because I like... think the one with boobs on it. What card was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm here for the rack, and not, <laughs> the, not the artifact. Like, there's too many of them. There was too many of them, dude. She was, uh, she was all into boobs, man. You know. I'm being serious. Okay, fine. I was here. I'm here for the rack. I'm not talking about the artifact. Oh my God, peddler! Oh hey, I just, I just, I just sneak a joke in there somewhere. You did. It was a good one, dude. It was a good oh, one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it. Uh, <laughs> the, our audience hasn't gotten a joke that uh, hasn't related to Magic Puzzle Quest in like months. Like, thank you, thank you for your for your uh, contribution. <laughs> I swear. I swear the last two episodes, guys, the last two, I think it's Austin, dude, Austin, you're making this in the middle every now and then a little chuckle, you know, and I'm telling you, there's a, there's even one guy that listens to the podcast like habitually and he's, he's listening to you, Austin, like a hawk, like he's watching you like a hawk, listening to you like a hawk, <laughs> tell me, man, yeah. like, well, um, that, that, that one was for you then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, um, is there anything else we need to talk about that happened in 2020 that I'm forgetting about? I mean, I know there's going to be some things we're going to forget about. I mean, we went over tiny dual decks. I, I think that's... <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that was a thing. Oh, hey, you know, uh, those uh, J-Shoes. Oh, yeah. Did you end up getting uh, securing a spot on that? Because by the time I heard about it, you know, I'm one of the people that hear about it before a lot of other people. 
I looked I into have, it. There was... As of today, I have three pairs. You have three pairs of those? Yes. Okay, so what, how what much? Size, what size shoe do you wear? <laughs> Nine and a half. Uh, no, nah, you got baby feet. Sorry, so buddy. How much oh, no, you... hey, that, that's okay. I got tens. <laughs> I got elevens. I, I didn't. I diversified. Wait, are you because you're going to grow as a bigger boy or you're going to get rid of one? Oh, yeah, no, I, I am this many fingers old. <laughs> you're going to grow as a bigger boy? He's like, I'm this bigger. No, you're going to sell one or no? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, well, okay, so there's only... There were only 300, 300, made, yeah, right? 300. Yeah. So I was like, cool. I'll own 1% of that. Wow. Dude. And like, it's actually 2% if it's only 300 shoes. Ooh, ooh. Or is it 300 pairs? I, I don't know if it's 300. No, it's size. 300 pairs. There was 300 pairs. <laughs> and they're saying, no, listen, I, I know a little bit more about it. There was three, there was actually more than 300 pairs because they had to have promotional pairs. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, they sent some to content creators. Correct, correct, okay? So there was more I, than 300, but for 300 for the public, and yeah, Austin's gotten in on that is what he's talking about. Um, See, I didn't get any from the initial run. Um, I got mine from people that were just trying to, like, flip theirs, oh. and, like, I, I made them an offer, and people just haven't said no yet. So wow. here we are. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, how much are they going far from you? Because I want a pair. Oh, um, well, let me check. So survey says a Swiss uh, J shoes. Yeah, there's I, I, I'm seeing a couple listings on eBay for 400. Uh, there's an eight an eight and a half going for about 370 right now. 350 for a size 12. No. Um. Yeah. No. I... No. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. You'll, um. You'll, you'll take also what? like you'll, you'll take they, what? <laughs> but but wait, they they glow in the dark. I know they glow in the dark, and then like and then like the uh the the top of the shoe looks like his hoodie. You look in it, it's his face, and it looks like the. Hoodie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like, and see, I have one pair, yeah. or like an extra pair that's just like, I just wear them for the memes. <laughs> um. So like, I'm coming in back from like working in, like working an event or you know coming and back got, from running errands and like I'm, it's dark don't it's worry dark. my shoes glow in the dark yeah yeah take that thaddeus from the fourth grade with your cool heelys like i i have the cool shoes now i i could never justify spending 400 dollars on a pair of shoes yeah it's not worth it you. i promise you it's 100 not worth it yeah i was gonna tell you i can't, I can't stop I enabling can't the internet yeah I, I can't justify that but Four hundred. Uh, John, I'm after the podcast. I'm going to send you a picture of, of my kick around the house shoes. These things look like they've been through, like you know, the Third World War. Yeah, I have them in my hands, and they, it's like a thirty dollar pair of Skechers, and yeah. they, I got all thirty dollars out of them. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love them. Never get rid. My wife absolutely hates these shoes. She yeah. hates these shoes. She's like, why are you wearing those? I'm like, they're comfortable. <laughs> Well, man, yeah, like it's like it's like I'm not wearing shoes, and she's like, "You're basically not." Oh man, they're they're pretty bad. I forgot all about the uh, the J shoes, though. I really did. Uh, the, oh, also, they don't hold up well. They are very. Um, oh, I don't think they were made for wearing. Surprise, surprise. Oh, but um, well then, yeah, I'm not, they're made I'm for not for when you're on your only page. Or oh yeah, yeah. Page. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you just have your J shoes on. Wait, your fans only. Yeah, Austin. Tell yeah, everybody. Oh, oh yeah, no. Hey. Tell everybody how uh, they can get a hold of your fans only page, Austin. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll link it in the. Uh, I'll link it in the group later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm picturing like you with like those shoes on and it's like the little Borat like banana hammock oh, swimsuit God. with like the suspenders and things. 
I know somebody who alters cards. We'll just take one of those cards that come with the pair. And, yeah, can uh, can we just get that altered onto an Oko? No, I, we're, I, we're I... gonna get it altered onto you. <laughs> we're gonna Ooh. You. Ooh. <laughs> Austin and the pair of the J shoes. Oh yeah. All right. Well, oh, we're... that's funny. It's it's been a crazy year, huh, guys? It has. It, it really, it really has. It has. But just like, like in a magical sense, I, I'm I'm talking like it's been crazy. It's it's been a, a very exciting year. I'm actually I feel very fortunate to be back for this year in Magic. It was it was a interesting year. Like fate, huh? Hmm. I tell you, last time I came back around, it was right right before the shards block, and that was a lot of fun too. So I feel like I'm always hitting like the high points of Magic when I come back in. <laughs> I remember that set, man. Uh, when when uh, the Emrakul was around and stuff, it was very very gross. It made me yeah, it was a, it made it was me want to quit magic for a while with that Emrakul. That, that kind of brings us back full circle back to uh, uh, what was it Commander Legends with all the Cascade mechanics. Cascade back in uh, Shards of Alara. Yeah. Oh, that was such a fun mechanic to play. Speaking of which, you said Cascade. When's that new card coming out? Was got Cascade four times on it. That was um, in Commander Legends, the Apex <laughs> Devastator. Oof. I, I think I opened up eight or nine, maybe even ten Commander Legend collectors boxes. I did not open one of those. How, how crazy is that? That's crazy. That's wild. Well, I mean, look at the, the odds, the, though. You know, the odds are going to be against you, bud. But, but like, not. It's like the the mythic rate was way down compared to other collectors boxes. It's it's because they included that um, uh, legendary mythic in each box. Mm-hmm. So I think that the actual legend. Uh, um, Mythic pull rate was way down because of that. They had a guaranteed mythic in there. Well, it's not Lay's. You can't just buy one one pack. This is this is true. I, I can never <laughs> buy one of just anything. All right, guys. Yeah, that was the year 2020 in Magic. The year that was the year we wanted to get over with real quick once it started. No joke. But um, all right. Well, I do want to you know acknowledge the other content creators that are out there, and um, if you guys don't know yet. They have a thing called Magic the Gathering Content Creator Awards. So I do encourage you guys to go over to Magic the Gathering Content Creator Awards.com and vote for your favorite content creator in whatever categories you choose. You know, like I was, I'm actually on there too. I couldn't believe it. Two of my uh, subscribers told me on uh, on my Discord. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we, no- we nominated you. I'm like, for what? <laughs> Yeah, so be it uh, you know a new YouTuber, new small YouTuber, new medium-sized YouTuber, new podcast, new small podcast, hint, hint, which, nudge, nudge. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I do encourage you guys to go over there and vote on your favorite uh, Magic the Gathering content creators, whoever it may be. And also, I want to thank the listeners, too. Without you guys, this podcast would not be a reality. So once again, thank you. Like us over on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter which is going to be at John Nosein. The Facebook group is The Cryptic Commander, and over on YouTube, The Cryptic Commander. Until next time, keep spell slinging. <laughs>